Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Metzenaire pushes it back out to Will Trap into the middle, pushed ahead. Now Load lays it off for an Oso through Finlay. Finlay with a shot. He scores! Ethan Finlay with a Minnesota goal! What a pass! Great finish by Finlay, and Minnesota has drawn even late here in the first half. And there was the ball you wanted to see get through, now to the right side. A shot from there, a score! Robin Lode with a Minnesota goal! And the Loons back up, 2-1 to one in the 76th minute. Fifth of the year for Robin Lode. Well, those certainly seemed like happy times. Loons fans, Jonathan Harrison here welcoming you into the Loon Call, our quick post-match reaction show here on the Loon Talk podcast feed. I am alongside my radio broadcast partner, Dan Terrar, the play-by-play voice of the Loons for the Loon Call after every, just about every match we try and do this. This is the first one where we've been disappointed after the results. <laughs> usually we just go home. Yeah, usually, especially <laughs> against that Colorado one. Yeah. We just went home because we were sick of what we had just seen. Yeah. Tonight, I don't know. This it, it definitely feels like a loss, rightfully so, but oh. the Loons would have stolen, it felt like, three points because they didn't really play their best <sighs> 90 minutes of soccer. Yeah, and you, you, know, you know my feelings. I, I'm not a big fan of ties. I like to give teams a chance to settle the tie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what they did here tonight. They gave a team a chance to get a tie. So, yeah, you you know you're right. It's 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 not a loss. It feels like a loss. They don't play till next Saturday. Plenty <laughs> Just sit of, on it for a while. Plenty of time to try and forget about it. You know you know what though. If I'm trying to be fair, you're right. They didn't play all that well. And why are they why are they messing around with with Teams that aren't very good like Vancouver. Yeah, I know they're on the road. This wasn't a home game for Vancouver. This was a neutral site game with no fans. It was just gross. And, you know, they should they shouldn't have it shouldn't have come down to a, a goal in stoppage time to lose. They should be able to score. Uh you know, they should be able to put up three goals just once, couldn't they? I mean, seriously. <laughs> It'd be nice to score more than two goals. Come on, really? I mean, you can't score three goals against Vancouver. Right. That's what see. That's what frustrates me. You know, it, 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 the the light shines on the uh, the VAR. What was his name Jorge Gonzalez? Yep. The VAR ref, um, Adrian Heath, with a heck of a quote, and we'll bring that up in a second okay. once you're done. Here. And and so, but to me, the point is, why are you? Why are we struggling so terribly against teams like Vancouver? Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about what Adrian had to say. That's got to no, be I'm more with, entertaining. I'm with you on that. This. Minnesota United, with the way they've been playing, with the way Vancouver has been playing for the better yeah. part of three years, shouldn't be struggling against a team like Vancouver, who hasn't played a home game, a true home game, mm-hmm. since the beginning of last year, who knows this is their last home game in giant quotations Whatever um, that means. before they go back home finally. Um, yeah, they, I'm with you. They shouldn't be struggling as much as they were this tonight. their backup goalie. Yeah. So here's <sighs> what Adrian Heath had to say, and this quote is courtesy of Andy Greeter right now over on Twitter. Um Adrian Heath on the referee's penalty call last or on Saturday night. He, according to or he in quotes as the ref, is maybe only is maybe the only one who thought it was a PK. But considering the night he had, I shouldn't be surprised. He's probably made a really poor decision in the ninety third minute because he made them most of the evening. Oh so clearly not happy Comes. about the ref's decision making throughout the match. 
Um, he's going to get a phone call. Oh, he yeah, he's going to get a phone call, but he's obviously well, just going to point to what happened with the VAR booth and the referee on the field. He's going to have he every right to just point back and like, no, you guys yeah. made the mistake, not not me. That's what he wants. He wants yeah. to get the league's attention so he can tell them what he thinks, and he'll get that chance. Because so. at this point, there's nothing the Loons can do. That's a point settled in stone at this point, which it shouldn't be, um, because Minnesota were going into stoppage time with, with all three points in hand, and... So let's go back. Let's break down what happened instead of just talking about well, it. if people didn't see it, which why are you listening right. to us if you hadn't seen it? Both <laughs> well, players. Yeah, both, they just like us. Oh, well, it, here, here's the deal. It was a ball. There was contact. But now that we've seen it six times each, <laughs> you know, neither player touched the ball. Mm-hmm. They were both competing for the ball inside the 18. And it was pretty clear that, you know, they went shoulder to shoulder that, the path that Ethan Finlay was taking was going directly to the ball, and Dahomey went out of his way to try and position himself. He, w- I know what he was doing. He mm-hmm. was going to position himself so that Finlay would have to follow him yeah. to stop him. Absolutely. But he didn't have the ball. He never touched the ball. He basically just ran out of the line of the path to the ball to force the contact with Finlay, and that should not have been a foul. I, I just don't see how that's a foul. So. I get it from the referee on the field standpoint, just calling oh, yeah. it a foul because he knows well, he has VAR to back him up. So to help then him why, why do we have VAR then? Exactly, that's my point. Then it would have been the same thing. I don't understand why we have VAR if it's still going to get the, correct, or the, the call incorrect. When you can look at it as many times as you want, and we've seen VAR look at calls for two, three, four, five minutes at a time, take up the game and just do it. You're in the 93rd minute at this point. You're in stoppage time. You know this game. This call is going to affect the game one way or the other. Get the call right, and they still got it wrong. That's what irritates me yeah, about the call. Frustrating. Minnesota. We can talk about how they played on the night, but at the at the time when the call was made, they were up two to one. They deserved to get to go into the go out of that call up a lead, and they didn't get that that opportunity. But Adrian, Adrian's quote, he's talking about our on-field referee, yeah. Lucas Zapala. Yeah. And he didn't make the call. The VAR ref made the call. Yeah, Zapala made the call on the field, hoping that VAR would be able to so, back him up or change the call if they needed to. So why didn't why did uh, Zapala ever, never go look at it? That I don't understand that. Why refs in this league it's pretty routine. don't go look at it more. It's pretty routine. They'll they'll often go over and look at it themselves. You have the opportunity. Go and look at it yourself to make sure you got the call right. 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 Because at the end didn't. of the day, he's the referee. He's the guy in the middle. He's yeah. the guy that, that, you know, Adrian he's talking about right now. And and so why wouldn't you go look at it and make sure because you're really deciding the outcome of the game. Absolutely. So with how late that was yeah. happening, you you are absolutely deciding the outcome of the game. Um, that's that's our bit on yeah, a really no, disappointing call that shouldn't have happened. It should, and yeah, we are we are Minnesota United radio broadcasters, so we have that part of us that might be a bias. But looking at the call from a neutral standpoint, that's definitely not a penalty. Pretty much everyone across social media and outside of this game is saying that was not a call. Minnesota United no. themselves tweeted out a video from the home team call. From the TV broad, from mm-hmm. the home team's broadcast, mm-hmm. where their commentators were just as baffled as everybody else, really? it was not a call. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know, and like I said, we went through this before with handballs. There was a, yeah. there was a run of handballs, and and we both said, you know what, I no longer know what a handball is. Absolutely, I'm so confused. And now after you know seeing, was it in the LA match where there was a clear 
foul on a Minnesota player in the 18, and they there's, didn't even... There's a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, and I thought they were much more aggressive plays than that one, or right. not aggressive, but much more deliberate yeah. fouls than that one, and not even a VAR in those. So we can add um, penalty kick decisions to handballs as another part of the game that I guess I don't understand, because yeah. I didn't think it was this difficult, but it is. And, you know, let's... I don't know. But this team, again, but again, we got to go back to the fact that mm-hmm. why are we hanging around with a team like Vancouver? Absolutely. Why are we not putting them away early in the second half with a third goal? Well, you just put well, them away. We talked about it during the broadcast. Once Robin Lloyd scores that, that 75th minute goal, you still have Nico Hansen on the bench, who didn't play against LAFC, who hasn't played since, I believe, Portland. He's completely fresh against a Vancouver side that clearly was looking like they were run out of energy there at the at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. How do you not put Nico Hansen in? And I know Adrian Heath gets a lot of criticism for his substitutions, for his lack of use of them. We generally don't criticize him for that. But Nico Hansen's sitting there on the bench, full fresh legs, and we've seen what he can do in this league with how fast he is, with how direct he plays. Why not put him on, get a third goal to make something like this not not even in the question. You know, the funny part is, if, if they had put him in, it probably would have been for Ethan. Yeah. The guy who was charged with the foul in stoppage time. And so, Ethan go. himself had a great game. No, I thought he well. played well. He did. He did play very He played very well. He almost had another goal later. Um, and again, I don't think he did anything wrong on that foul. He was no. he was running a direct path towards the ball. And uh, so anyway, we've been through it. And you know what? It's It's a point. It's, you know, time to come back home. And, and I think we sh- probably more concerning is why is this team struggling so, so badly to score goals? Yeah. That, that's, that's what's got to be figured out. Otherwise, you're going to struggle. We've got, uh, we got Houston coming in. We're going to struggle against Houston, too. Hopefully not. I mean, that's in front of 19,000 fans at no. Allianz Field. Um, I'm assuming, I'm, I think it's safe to say that's probably your grind your, what grinds your gears for tonight. Yeah, to my, to me specifically tonight, what grinds my gears is specifically with such a big call. Why wouldn't the referee want to go look at it himself? Absolutely. That it's beyond you know beyond the VA. I'm not going to you know Jorge Gonzalez is you know on my list, and uh, he's the VAR ref. And to me, this falls on the shoulders of the referee uh, Lucas Zapala. He why wouldn't he want to go look at it himself? Absolutely. I just I think because he's again he's the one in charge, and um, he chose not to in what was a very important call. Now would he have would he have seen it differently? I hope so, but I don't know. Yeah. But I mean the the VAR official certainly didn't see it differently, which is baffling mm-hmm. to me. Um, on a wider perspective, that's why results like tonight, where things like this happen, is why. A lot of people were so concerned at the beginning of the season when you drop your first four games mm-hmm. and you go behind because you know that every match from there on out to climb back is going to mean everything. And when you're up in the 93rd minute and you give up a penalty call that or penalty that isn't a penalty, that's why it means so much. So yeah. this result could have bigger impacts later on in the season as we get towards the uh, results or the results ends of the season when Minnesota needs as many points as they can get currently. They're in the thick of a, a playoff race in the Western Conference, currently sitting just four points out of mm-hmm. out of the playoffs. They mm-hmm. they could be four points from now. They could be out of the playoffs. Yeah, 
So yeah, no, I mean they're they're in fine shape for where they you know for a team that started zero four they're in they're in really good shape and and, and like I said it, this was frustrating. Um, I'm curious to see what the league has to say about it, but in the meantime, got to get to work, figure out how to score goals, figure out how you're going to beat Houston, and and put this thing on a more uh, more positive track. I did feel like they were a little bit more goal dangerous in the second half than mm-hmm. we've seen them in in recent times. They did they were finding spaces. Emmanuel Reynoso was finding a little bit more space than we've seen him find. He was staying up field more than we've seen him stay. And then him and Andre Nunu, they still have to find that connection. I don't think that connection's quite there yet. They've played a handful of games at this point, so you think those two would have a better understanding of how each other play. But from what we've seen so far, they just don't have that that striker and number 10 connection that we'd like to see. Yeah, and, and how many teams really have a connection like that that they're really in love with? I mean, it's hard to find. But if you're if you're going for MLS Cup, you have to have that. You absolutely have mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, this team has had its most success in the last uh, last season and this season with, you know, Robin Lewis as a as a false number nine, and yeah. you know, until something is better, you can't blame uh, Adrian Heath for going back to that because no, you can't. because it's it's there, you know, and you, it works. It's been working, and it produced a, a goal tonight. So. You know, get ready for Houston, and and let's figure out a way to score some goals, and then we don't have to deal with this crap. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, Robin Lud <laughs> and Ethan Finley getting on the the goal sheet tonight. Uh, Will Trap and Emmanuel Reynoso getting the assists on those goals tonight. What do we think of Will Trap? I thought he had a he had a he had a pretty good game. He gets his first assist as a loon. Once again, plays the full ninety minutes. Um, gets a yellow card in this one though. It's his third yellow card of the season. It's his two hundred tenth MLS start. I think. Once again, he had another solid night in that Loons midfield as the captain of this team. He just continues to do his job. Um, he's not going to score a lot of goals. He's not going to put up a ton of assists for you, but he's going to be dependable on the back end. When you need him, he dips back between DeBossi and Coleman and helps out, um, and he can be on the front end and make some good passes. So, yeah, he is quite, you know, <laughs> why could they not find use for him at Inter-Miami? Or better well, use for him. Better use for him. It's inner Miami, and we've seen the struggles they've had with Man. just about everything from on-field performance to understanding how the league roster construction rules work. <laughs> what? Hence why they have been fined heavily, and they now have to have a, essentially have to have a fire sale just to get back in the good wow. graces of MLS. Wow. And yet they're still trying to get Lionel Messi to play on their team. Good luck with that. Although yeah. I'm sure because it's Lionel Messi and MLS sees the dollar signs, they'll just be like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Who cares about but, roster rules? So Will Trapp is just that. He's 28 years old. He's a guy yeah. that... In, in, you know, they've already put the captain's C armband on him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Boxel will get that back when, when he returns. But So that shows you the respect that not only the team coach has for him, but the locker room. And uh, along with Boxel, you have Will Trapp, and you've got Ozzy Alonso. This team has some amazing leadership. And maybe those are the guys that got to help this team get to that next level and, and, and start winning some games a little more comfortably and and making it a little easier on themselves. But, um, you know, yeah, Will Trapp is is the real deal, and that was a great pickup. This courtesy of Andy Greeter, Ethan Finley, on the play with Christian Dahomey that ended up being a penalty call. I felt like it was more of a lunge by him into me, yeah, running with someone in, a bo- in the box. You're trying to do it gingerly. I don't know what else a player can do. I, I, the perfect statement from... Ethan, I don't know what he could have done differently. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, DJ Taylor gets another start tonight for the Loons, his third start of the season. This time at the left-back role, something we saw against uh, LAFC midweek. He played well then, holding up pretty well against a really tough attacking duo of Carlos Vega, Vela and Diego Rossi. Didn't have a whole lot of work to do tonight because, mm-hmm. for some reason, Vancouver seemed to be targeting uh, Romain Metinier, and I don't understand that, but that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. But DJ Taylor, another solid night at uh, fullback for the Loons. Yeah, he's uh, defensively, he seems pretty solid. He's. I don't think he's going to uh, give you the that offensive uh, push that you're going to get from a Roman Metinier. Uh, but uh, you know, again, for a guy in his first year in the league, he seems pretty confident, pretty solid back there. He got a yellow card in the uh, was that it, first half or early in the second half? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think early in the second half. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good to know there's a little depth over there. I don't think Chase Gasper's injury is serious. Mm-hmm. I would think Chase probably just precautionary. Yeah, I would think Chase is back uh, against Houston. So. Absolutely. All right, so that has been the Loon Talk for the night. Mm-hmm. A disappointing 2-2 draw. but Loon the Loons, Gripe. Let's call it Loon Gripe. I like it. Loon Gripe for tonight. <laughs> uh, disappointing 2-2 draw for the Loons. As If you want to put it this way, the Loons had a win stolen from them by VAR and the refs. Jorge so, Gonzalez. Jorge Gonzalez, if you want to put a name on it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I Bring really harm do. onto that man. <sighs> All right, so that has been the Loon Gripe. Slash call for the night. Dan, I will talk to you for Loon Talk on this very same podcast feed. Anywhere you find your podcast, please do go give us a rating and subscription. It does really help us get found. Dan, good stuff tonight on the call and for Loon Grape. All right. Good luck. We're going to go out and score a bunch of goals against Houston. I can feel it. Certainly going to watch the U.S. (laughs) men's national team tomorrow night against Mexico. That one should be enticing and fun. We'll definitely talk about that on Loon Call coming up. All right, right, Loon fans, that's it for tonight. Good night. Good night. And calm your anger. I am so ready. Did you turn my mic on? I did, because apparently that's, we're on and the board's that's, dead. So. That's gutsy. Oh, that's let's go with that. Yeah. That's what AJ said. Right, so well. if we're going out on air, sorry, ESPN listeners. You're getting mixed <laughs> audio right now. <sighs> we'll I'd say call in, but the phones are shut off, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Just don't swear. I don't work here. It's a podcast. I don't work here. All right. We're good, AJ? <laughs> All right. Maybe. He gives us the thumbs up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right, here here we go. Three, two, one.